When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back to the Legend of Zelda Lorecast. I'm your host, Aaron, and joining me is uh Just Ariel. Just uh Just Ariel. The amazing, illustrious, wonderful Ariel. Just Ariel. Sorry, I didn't I forgot to add the just Ariel before your name. I'm going home. <laughs> you already are! That's what the studio is! Ha <laughs> ha! Joke's on you. <laughs> <sighs> uh, and joining us. Is a lovely patron we have here, none other than Mystery Bimo. Hello. <laughs> and uh, Mystery Bimo uh, was filling us in on uh, how you got your name. Yeah. Uh, and I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> 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 we were also talking uh, mid mid uh, mid break segments. We're not going to talk about that at the beginning of this episode. We're going to wait. We're going to wait. Uh, we have exciting news. We have exciting stuff. Uh, but in the meantime, what we are going to talk about this episode is uh, some lovely Twilight Princess theories. Ariel and Bimo have brought some lovely theories. And uh, if we don't have enough to clock this to a full episode, then we're going to start talking about uh, the new mechanics that were announced in Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, goody. <laughs> <laughs> so, who wants to kick us off with their first twilight princess theory i'll start it off so you ready for this i'm always ready you ready for this no skull kid (laughs) skull kid okay and twilight princess is the same skull kid from ocarina of time and majora's mask only a ghost is a ghost of the skull kid okay i'm following uh can you give me some reasons I do have some reasons. Oh, let's go. So I say ghost form Mm -hmm. because of his like dark nature and his hoe like lantern that he uses. Okay. His ability to disappear. Okay. Teleport. It's all ghost like. And, you know, the obvious thing, his appearance. 
Okay, so it's the same one because Saria's song. He plays Saria's song on his horn. Okay. Now, this isn't the first time I've heard this theory. This is the first time I've heard this theory with some evidence. But I have to counter-argue some of this evidence. Not to disprove your theory, because it still seems like it's the only thing that really makes sense in this whole part of the series. But uh, the disappearing of Skull Kids seems to be an ability that all Skull Kids have. Because we see this displayed multiple times in Ocarina of Time, too, when they just kind of flip onto the logs. Yeah. I know that. Because they love playing pranks. They do. <laughs> That's really the only thing I have <laughs> for all that entire theory. <laughs> so, I ha- actually, I have a little bit more. Oh, okay. So, Skull Kid decided to stay, like, in the Sega Grounds as a guardian of the Master Sword because of his friendship with the Hero of Time. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay. I mean, they have been through some stuff together. They have. Mm-hmm. So he stayed there to, you know, assist this link because he did help with the... Um, with Link finding the Master Sword and the Temple of Time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you had to play the little game of hide and seek. That was just his way of having fun. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah I, you're right about that one. I, I want to add something if I can. Add on. So this is also the same exact, if we're going with this theory, this is also the same exact school kid that was in Majora's Mask. So they have that history too. And I, I keep forgetting. See, listen, my memory is awful. So this school kid's face looks eerily similar to the moon from Majora's Mask. Oh, so what, what you're saying is, is that Okay. All right. So when he when he turned into this like spirit form, he kind of merged with like the dream state kind of. Yeah. I like this. I like this theory. I'm kept stamping at cannon right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just they never explained why this skull kid knew Saria's song. No. He was also a little chummy with our link in this one. Yeah, because he plays the game of hide and seek, and yes, you know, he 
summons the puppets and all that, but he knew Link could handle them. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't anything vicious. It was more playful. So it's not like he, it was like he was like out to kill him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, you got to think he summoned puppets. It's not like he summoned evil beings. He summoned puppets. Mm-hmm. I like that. And, you know, the game of hide and seek. Once you find him and, you know, you go through all that hassle and everything, he shows you. Okay. Oh, hey, here's the master sword. Oh, hey, here's the temple of time. It that was just his way of having fun. Hmm. Oh, Stamping a cannon. I like it. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ariel. You got another one for us? Well, I do. I hit my finger. Um, I do, but it's not. I don't have a lot for it. Okay. So. The Death Sword. All right. Okay. So before I mentioned about the Death Sword, about it possibly being the sword that was used for executions mm-hmm. and how it had become possessed by any e- the evil spirit of a prisoner. Oh. What if the Death Sword was Ganondorf's? That was confiscated when he was imprisoned and had to be bound because of its evil nature. I mean, it very yeah. well could have been. It could. Yeah, I mean, it could have been. I mean, just now I'm just looking at it. Well, <sighs> that one that one bounces back and forth for me. I'm not saying no to this theory. What I am saying, though, is that the ancient sages sealed this blade away. Because of its evil nature. Yes. So, I mean, they could have taken this sword away from him when they captured him, yes. It just seems... I don't know. This is the one where I teeter on because it, the ropes and everything gives the appearance that it's old. And by the sounds of it, this whole incident with. You know, actually, I don't know, because we don't really know when exactly in the timeline. Ganon was sentenced versus. You know, I mean, you our new link arising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. I don't have as much backing this one up. So, I had more with Skull Kid, but it was like a what if type of thing. Okay. What are your thoughts on that one, Bimo? That's actually a pretty good theory. I I can't say much, and it actually it's actually pretty surprising to me. I'll be honest. But oh. That's a, that's a toughie. <laughs> I can't think. Of. Hmm. That's where I'm at. Hmm. I don't know. I could get on board. I could. I could not. I don't know. It teeters one of two ways. I, it, it's a very. Amb- this game is very ambiguous for like canon stuff because they don't really give us timelines a whole lot of the time, or they don't explain a lot of. Th- it's just kind of there. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, it could, 
it, honestly, I don't know of a lot of creatures that need to be sealed away via um, the uh, what you call them in that episode. I can't remember what it was. The seals. Ofuda. Ofuda. Thank you. Yeah, I don't really know of a whole lot of evil things that need to be sealed away by Afuda unless they're demonic in some nature. And as we know, Ganon derives his essentially essence from demise. So it would make sense that in some degree that magic that lies in the sword is demonic. It very well could be. I have heard an interesting theory that that blade might also represent Giraham. Like remnants of Giraham from uh War uh, Sword? Yes. Uh but from inside Ganon. Yeah, I've seen some stuff about like a possible spirit possessing that, such mm-hmm. as like with Fi and Giraham. Yep. yep. So it's I'd like to eventually do once we get through all the games and stuff, it's something that I really want to do a deep dive connection thing on is that Death Sword. Something I think would make a very very interesting episode or maybe even a mini episode. My personal favorite is still that it was because it was used for executions mm-hmm. in the prison that yeah. it an evil spirit of one of the prisoners that was executed kind of possessed the sword and when they realized its evil nature they sealed it away that that's mom's kind of my favorite well and we've seen that in this series before in ocarina of time where a complete an entire area known as the shadow temple was affected what? by this kind of stuff so no. what it wouldn't be too far off i mean but uh but yeah so i have a theory uh for you and uh, bimo you guys ready Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. So Ordon Village and Kokiri Forest are one and the same. So, y- yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Ordon Village is located within an area of Hyrule known as Ordon, Ordana Province and is located to the southeastern part of Hyrule in the canon version, the GameCube version. The area has been settled by humans and Hylians, but it also happens to be Link's hometown in the game. So this is what we do know about it. We know that Ordana province and specifically Ordon village is really close to Faron Woods in this game. So it would make sense that possibly after the events of Ocarina of Time, when everybody's happy, cheery, you know, good to go. It makes sense that other Hylians may come here to settle. Hmm. And as we know that the original inhabitants of the Kokiri forest, the Kokiri, in Breath of the Wild times, they've been transformed into Koroks. That is due to the new Deco forest tree uh, giving them a different gift. So they could leave the forest at the end of Ocarina of Time because of the new tree, and they were also transformed into the Koroks. 
So that being said, this area basically just became another area for Highlands to inhabit. It, to me, it makes sense that they would transform it into Ordon Village. And they kind of stick to their roots here. You know, they're just farmers. You know, they tend to the lands. I mean, what do you guys think? It's possible. Sounds, sounds possible. Okay. So I have a part two to this theory, which is that the Kokiri Forest is actually in an area of Faron Woods that is full of poisonous fog. And the evidence for this is... It is, there is in in this area, there is a broken bridge that looks awfully similar to the one in Kokiri Forest. And it is also closer to the Forest Temple. This poisonous area is also closer to the Forest Temple and the Sacred Grove. But it is equally as possible that these things were changed just for aesthetic purposes in this game. So, mm, it's a, it's a toss up for these two theories. I want to go with Ordon Village because it makes more sense. Uh, I'm much sure if I not want to go there. <laughs> you, you don't you don't want Ordon Village? <laughs> I pr- honestly I might want to, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It's a nice place. They have horses. They have all these cool things. All everybody tends to land. Oh my gosh! Until the Fire Nation attacks. Until the Fire yeah, Nation. Until the Fire Nation. You're gonna do it. <laughs> I can see it all over her face. She wanted to say something. Oh my gosh! So yeah, that's my cool little LOZ Twilight Princess theory that I brought. You have any more, Ariel? Nope. I don't usually bring theories to theory episodes but I really wanted to bring the skull kid because I don't like the skull kid but I knew you did and I do it was it actually makes sense on why this skull kid knows Saria's song so I mean that I like it I like that theory honestly I like it a lot (laughs) (laughs) so BMO, do you have any theories you want to talk about, or are you ready to go into discussing some of these new mechanics? Uh, let's see. I kind of do really want to talk about the Arbit- uh, Arbiter Grounds. Arbiter Grounds, yes. I'm like, oh. I'm, what my curiosity when I was like playing the game before is, uh, what, like, what was, like, why is it there and what was it mainly like used for? Like, that was like my biggest question when I like saw it like and uh, my big theory for it I want to say is um, I want to mainly say like it was like a uh, prison ground that's why I mainly want to say and uh, I really want to say more about it but all I can really think about is like it is just being like a huge prison for like a lot of a uh, Arbiter Grounds is something that I will say this much when Ocarina of no Ocarina of Time sorry I was reading something when Twilight Princess (laughs) when Twilight Princess came out and people started really exploring this game Arbiter Grounds really really pushed 
the envelope for everyone in the theory realm because of its structure, how it's built, its location, statues, things that are inside. Like it just, it really pushed a new envelope for theories. It really, it really has. So, what was, what's your theory on it? What do you believe it was? Uh, I really want to say it was like a, uh, it was like a prison, a prison slash, uh, man, I want to say a fighting ring. I want to say like, yeah, it was like, oh, yeah, it's like basically like almost like a call. It, it looks like almost like a coliseum. I want to say. Mm-hmm. And. Oh, it's yeah. Like you said, it's structure. Mainly it's like structure. Like there's like a lot of things in there, and uh, and you're and what leaves me like really pondering. For like, I really want to search for answers about it. <laughs> like I want to like hear other like hear your theories on it. Okay, so this is this is what really Arbiter Grounds is the theories around this are really what pushed me into wanting to explore Legend of Zelda deeper. It was when this game came out that I fully started doing deep dives into Legend of Zelda. And this was the first one I focused on. So there are three major theories that have to do with the Arbiter Ground. So the first one is that a lot of people used to believe that it was the Spirit Temple from Ocarina of Time. Because both of them are near the Gerudo Desert. Both of them share architectural similarities. Uh, like the goddess of sand and, uh, you know, the temple, like the way the pillars are built and everything else. Um, the mirrors being everywhere. These are all reflections of what the spirit temple in Ocarina of Time was. However, the big deal with that theory was there were no structures in the original spirit temple that resembled this Coliseum. So then there was a new theory spun into this theory that during the big Hylian War, this was an area that was captured by the Hylians and repurposed into like a, a base, so to speak. Again, not a lot of evidence to prove this, especially since, as we know, in, uh, in Ocarina of Time, it's not like the Gerudos lost a lot of their land during that battle. So it's like, eh, it's, it's, a, it's a teeter-tottering theory. <clears throat> Another theory, however, was that it was in a part of the wasteland that we couldn't access in Ocarina of Time because the sandstorms that were going on all the time and everything else, and then, of course, due to that's not where they want us to go, uh, <laughs> a lot of people theorized that it was an area in the, you know, the desert that wasn't accessible during that game, but it was still at the time used in the similar manner that is used when we find it in Twilight Princess, which is to seal away supernatural demonic spirits and things like that, and to protect the mirror of Twilight. So a lot of people believed it was another structure that was built by the Gerudos to serve this purpose. The final theory was basically your theory which is that it was another structure that was built 
as a prison system, similar to the well and the shadow temple in Ocarina of Time. So out of all of those theories, I always weighed heavily into the theory that it was in a location that we couldn't get to in Ocarina of Time because the desert is so vast. And especially with the Gerudo and the sages being, they've always been some sort of understanding between them. And as we know, the Gerudos are very supernatural heavy belief. I always weighed into that theory. Oh, I really think it's a prison. Really? Mm-hmm. It was a prison that <clears throat> was used to hold really bad people. Really bad people. And it's like, <laughs> this is my morbid thinking, okay? <laughs> so, yes, it was a prison used to hold really, really bad people. And it looks like Coliseum. Because who doesn't enjoy watching an execution of a really bad person? Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. That is brutal. So that's kind of my morbid thinking. Yeah, but. all right. And that's, I think, how they, like, send out, the, like, the, I say, like, the enemies that you fight up in there, uh, up in that old big old Coliseum area. I think that's where you fight, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, that's where they, they sent them out and, uh, you know, big execution right there. That's my way of thinking. I mean, honestly, I I wonder if it couldn't be both. I wonder if it couldn't have been something that was constructed back before the events of Ocarina of Time, like you guys are saying. And then eventually we know it was converted into a place of for holding big, bad, evil things mm-hmm. so what if it wasn't just both of them what if it wasn't originally a structure that was built for prisoners and then over time became the sage's ground to hold very dangerous things well I mean because arbiter itself means judge okay so you are judging you know so it's a judge's ground essentially yeah, like, okay, uh, oh. you know what? I'm judging you and death. Okay, I'm I'm more knowing that, I'm more reserved to believe the prison theory. That's why I'm so strong against like the prison cuz arbiter means judge. So like the judging grounds basically. Yeah. So that's so that's are guilty. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where my death sword comes in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, uh, this was that was a good one. That was a nice one, Bimo. Thanks, man. If I, that was I was not expecting that. <laughs> yeah, I haven't used this death sword in a very long time, man. I might get yeah. to use it on somebody. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, I, that is the perfect time, I think, for us to jump to our mid break. And when we come back, we'll be talking about some of these new mechanics introduced in Tears of the Kingdom. I got my shimmy shake going. I'm so <laughs> glad the listeners cannot see you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Get. Yeah. Get. Hey, Ariel. What? You know what it is? You know where we're at right now? 
You know what this is called? I am at a table right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Where are we at in the show? What 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 at what point did we reach um, we're in the show? At episode No. No. <laughs> no. Twilight Princess? Midbreak. Oh, I'm okay. looking for midbreak. You All right. you've let me down. Young Padawan. Oh, you've let you, me down. Now you know how it feels. Oh. <laughs> so what do we do in the midbreak? Sigh a lot. No. N- no stimming. Oh. We thank <laughs> our wonderful, awesome, amazing, illustrious patrons. Yes. All of those words. Yes. So I'm going to start by thanking our golden goddess level patrons. We have Joshua Prentice, Kex, Maple Flapjacks, and uh, uh, the person that's with us today, um, none other than Mystery Bimo. So uh, we get to say a huge thank you to you in person today, Mystery Bimo. Thank you. Oh, you're very much welcome. (laughs) We also have to thank our Hyrule Royalty patron, James Becker, our Sheikah patrons, Foil Grimrear. We have to thank our other Sheikah patrons, Hylian Riot, We Are Legion, Wolf Warrior1869, and our Kokiri patrons, Deadeye, Dead Socks, Jumanji, Nebula Echo, and Preston Balagad. Oh, I, I didn't scroll down far enough. And Remington Gloutier. And our fairy patron, Doug Leamy. So thank you, patrons. Yes, thank you, patrons. We do greatly appreciate it. And we also appreciate our listeners. Because without you, I would just have to listen to Aaron ramble on for hours and hours and hours. Hashtag facts. <laughs> <laughs> but yes thank you to our patrons uh, thank you to the listeners everybody makes this show possible as much as you think you don't you do uh, we, I was just talking with BMO about all the things that the funding provides and uh, I, I believe your jaw hit the floor didn't it <laughs> yeah it actually really did. it actually really surprised me I'll be so uh yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say there's a lot that goes behind the scenes that a lot of people aren't privy to. Um, but we try to be as transparent as we can when you are on here with us as a guest uh, because we're still just people. Uh, everybody thinks, oh, they're, they're the hosts of this show. We are, but we're people first. And we are people who love people. So, Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea we were people. We aren't? No, we're aliens. We were aliens. <laughs> you're, you're an alien. I am a princess. I am a alien. 100%. I am alien. <laughs> Gosh. All right. Well, with all that being said, you ready to get down to the fun stuff? I am Princess Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for properly addressing me. <laughs> Ariel, do we have some lovely reviews from some lovely people? Oh, we do. Oh, goody. So, this one comes from Elijah Wyatt. Oh. Legend of Zelda Lorecast is the best. Hey, listen, Navi. Hi again. I wanted to share a theory with you. The timeline is all one. So it starts with the era of the goddess after... 
Ocarina of Time. It's the child timeline. After Four Swords Adventures, the adult timeline. After they found new Hyrule, the fallen timeline occurs. There's a few plot holes, but I hope you like it. Hi, Ariel. I love your interpretation corner. Here's mine for Ganondorf. The guy with so much power, but always fails. <laughs> Get him. Oh, boy. I love that interpretation. Here's some merch also, Ariel. It's even cost. Oh, okay. I'm happy. Oh. I'm very happy because it is. It's a nice, nice number here. This is the Triforce symbol Zelda JD1 shoes. Oh, they're actually super freaking cool looking. Here, I'll show you a picture. Ooh, I like those. Here, can you see this? Oh, that's so cool, actually. I know. Look at it. So nice. Oh, my. Wow. How much is they're only a, oh my gosh even 99 even they're an even 99 dollars i see why ariel said it was a nice number yeah <laughs> i love it i love the number so yeah i will have the link yeah. for that in the show notes that's a pretty sweet set of kicks Oh my goodness! Hold on, the, it's not over yet. There's one more little thing. Oh! By by the way, Ganondorf hates the internet. There's too many links. <laughs> okay. Dad joke for the win. Love it. Out. Uh, <laughs> can we make that like our catchphrase from now on? Yes. <laughs> yes, we can. Hello? Oh my gosh. Zelda and. Uh... Let me see. Zelda and Minda are just like texting and uh, like, don't worry, I'll send you a link. Link just actually shows up at Minda's door. <laughs> That's so awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't want that link. <laughs> uh, all right, Ariel, who you got next? So this one comes from Amit Co. Gaming. Okay. And... It says, Aaron and Ariel, hello. First thing, I love the podcast and LOZ. I would love to hear about Link Between Worlds, Phantom Hourglass. Second thing, I wanted to ask you, what is the name of the song you used as background music in the Majora's Mask first episode while you're talking about the fun facts? Thanks. By the way, this is a top-tier quality LOZ podcast five stars oh love amit cohen israel so first off thank you we love you too (laughs) uh secondly i don't remember the name of the song do you so i just looked it up okay it's organ and strings by monument studios ah there you go so there you go there's your there's your answer to your question of the song they do have some awesome songs on monument studios and it's like 75 bucks to get like I think it's like two terabytes of music. It's ridiculous. So you're ready for the next one? I'm ready for the next one. Ready for the next one. Wait, wait, wait. Are they going to tell me how terrible and awful I am? I hope so. I should quit my day job. (laughs) (laughs) So this one comes from Mark Andre. Okay. 
And it says, hello, Aaron and fashion extraordinaire, just Ariel. Facts. (laughs) (laughs) If my daughter was listening to your podcast, I think I'll start calling her just Ariel because her name is Ariel. Obviously, that's really awesome. I know. It's a good name for your kid. (laughs) I enjoy listening to your podcast while at work during my 12th night shift. Am I the only one who likes Ganondorf? Maybe it's because of Super Smash Bros, but I was happy to see his new artwork. The first thing that comes to my mind is he looks like one of the champions in Breath of the Wild. I was glad to hear that some others think he will maybe not be a villain in in Tears of the Kingdom. I think he can be more than just an ally for his title. Without Demise Hatred, He's still the king of the Gerudo, and I don't think he will continue his conquest to obtain the Triforce. This desire was not his own due to the curse. Just to hear Aaron speak French again, I think my nickname will be... Okay, I have to give this to you to speak it. Oh, man. All right, let me find it. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm gonna say here, um, omelet al fromage, <laughs> or uh, omelet al fromage. <laughs> wow. Uh, spoiler, spoiler alert: my native language is French. Oh man, now I'm a terrible person. Oh man. Now. Oh well. Hey, listen. I tried these words. These words are hard. Okay. I'm not words like are, you. I I failed. Words are, words are hard. You, words are okay, hard. You w- words Spanish, are hard. But this is French. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Spanish, French, uh, Dutch, uh, German. All of these languages to me uh, are hard or harder than Spanish. And I failed Spanish is what I'm saying. So I will never learn another language. I've reserved the to that i don't like it but i mean <laughs> i i sit here throwing shade i can't pronounce yeah, French, i so. failed i failed uh, english is just my so. second language <laughs> <laughs> uh keep up the good work you rock paper and scissors or other things you can find in a forest other than rock uh moss uh and uh um korok i almost did yes. it again master sword Done. <laughs> I master sword. That's right. How about yeah. D- how about Deku Deku stick? Deku stick. Yes, the Deku stick. Interesting fact. I have to throw this in here. Did you know that the Deku stick does just as much damage as the master sword? I'm sorry. Wait, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> wait, wait. Does just as much damage as the master sword, but you can only use it. I think it's once or twice, and then it breaks. So I gotta try this on Ganon now. I gotta literally find my switch. I was like, uh, yeah, where, where's the Orcarina time? Yeah, <laughs> mind blown. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad I could entertain everyone with little, these little facts. You know, I can imagine someone beating Ganondorf with a bottle playing tennis, and then when he's beating Ganon, he's doing it with a dingo stick. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, Ariel. I'm sorry. 
you go ahead. What's oh, our next one? That's fine. <laughs> so our next one comes from Noah Fuhrer. This podcast is amazing. I have listened to all of the episodes and some of them twice. Oh. I am playing Breath of the Wild and I'm trying to get the Hero of the Wild outfit. I also have two questions for you. What is your favorite video game and how do you think Tears of the Kingdom will turn out? All right, let's answer that first. My favorite video game? Are you? I'm going to get I'm going to get shot for this. It says favorite video game. Yeah, yeah. Resident Evil 4. That's that's nothing to get. This isn't a Legend of Zelda nobody, podcast. Let's listen, nobody gets bit out of shape. Because my favorite video game is not Legend of Zelda. I know. Uh, okay. It's one of my favorites. I have a lot of number ones. <laughs> Are you going to tell us? or uh, Elden Ring. Elden Ring is my favorite right now. <laughs> I see. It's, it's legit. Come on now. Uh, let's see. Um, mines would actually. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm. I'm. All right. Please don't hurt me. I. Uh, it's. I would say probably Animal Crossing. Or oh, see that. That's another number one for me. Animal Crossing is a good one. <laughs> yeah. And uh, my. And uh, hmm. Oh, we do have the name of the second video game. Uh. Splatoon. Splatoon. So, uh, for those of you... Yeah, I know, right? So, for those of you who aren't aware, uh, Wolf Warrior just joined us in the middle of this episode, so uh, welcome, Wolf Warrior. (laughs) Good to be here. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to ask you the same question. What's your favorite video game? Um, Man, it's a big variety. Um, I know. If it was Xbox, I'd have to choose between Halo... Um, or Minecraft. That's that's the two on Xbox. But Nintendo, Zelda, hundred percent Zelda. Oh, yeah. oh, if we're just if we're just playing Nintendo, it's definitely Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, it's it's Zelda all the way. Mm-hmm. It's a lovely game. I always enjoy it. I still need to go back and like play like the other ones. Uh, me, too. me too. I just got my Nintendo Switch <laughs> account back, and so I'm just like, I gotta get back into Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> and I gotta make sure I got a notebook with me, because uh, I need to play Majora's Mask so I can remember what <laughs> I need to do. Oh, gosh. So what, uh, what else you got, Ariel? Well, we saw the second question, oh, yeah, which that's right. is, how do you think Tears of the Kingdom will turn out? Personally, I think it's going to be. I think it is going to be a huge groundbreaker for the Legend of Zelda series. And I. I'm going on a limb here and I'm going to say, I think it's going to be another Ocarina of Time, but better for the series. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I I think they left us on a big cliffhanger as well with the trailers, because I'm I'm like suspicious of okay either Tears of the Kingdom is the prequel to Skyward Sword or it is after Twilight Princess. That's that I'm stuck between two of them. Like I'm like it's either a prequel of Skyward Sword 
or it's right after uh, Breath of the Wild and then it goes in Tears of Kingdom um, after Twilight Princess because in Twilight Princess we'd see that the castle was destroyed and so I'm just like well they they destroyed the castle and Twilight Princess and we see a bunch of ruins in Twi- or Breath of the Wild and so I'm just like hmm did they rebuild a Hyrule somewhere else or did they uh, do something else and so it makes me think are these ruins the destruction of Ganondorf in Twilight Princess Mm. Mm. okay that's that's a question that is a question that is a really really uh that's a that's uh wow i read some things i'm gonna keep my mouth shut until it's time to talk about uh tears of the kingdom but i read some things some people found some stuff and it's very spoilery and i wish i never found it but i did we're gonna leave it at that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what do you think ariel I cannot wait. (laughs) I can't wait. I'm so excited. I think it will like feel like it just left. No, obviously there's time in between, but I feel like it'll leave just like Breath of the Wild. It's just a massive continuation and I'm super excited and I can't wait. wait. It's going to change the name of the game, honestly. For the entire Zelda franchise moving forward, it's going to change the name of the game. That's uh, what I how believe. M- All right, Ariel, I think we got time for one more. Okay, well, I still have some left of this. Oh, wow, there's more. Mm-hmm. Also, if you read this on the podcast, it will make my day. I want to become a patron, but I'm saving my money for Tears of the Kingdom, as you should. Yeah, good choice. <laughs> good good anyway, choice. Yeah, thank choice. you for having this podcast. I like it a lot, and it is amazing. Like I said before, gave up the good work. P.S. I like both of your interpretations of enemies. Oh, I'm like two now? Someone has to. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, I'm glad we can make your day. That is the reason we do this. So, yay us. We did it. Uh, I love you guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ariel. What's our final review? Via email. We really get back to these iTunes reviews. <laughs> so, this one comes from Jordan's story. Okay. Hello, Zelda peeps. Been a listener of your podcast for one month now, and I'm caught up so far. Episode 40. Keep up the great work. P.S. A question now. Given that Tears of the Kingdom is the latest installment, and with the theory that it is an endless cycle... Saying that it is a prequel to Skyward Sword. Would you like to see a Zelda title that predates Skyward Sword? Hmm. Absolutely not. I personally am happy with the way Tears of the Kingdom was. Or not Tears of the Kingdom, sorry. We're talking about Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, I was happy with Skyward Sword and the way it was. I was happy with that being my justifiable beginning. 
personally, I don't want to see anything touched before that point. I still have a little bit more to go on that. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. So saying that it's a prequel to Skyward Sword, (laughs) would you like to see a Zelda title that predates Skyward Sword? The time of Hylia, the time of her hero, the forging of the goddess sword. What are your thoughts? There you go. So, yeah, I already said my thoughts. Uh, No, I don't want to see it. (laughs) I would be cool with a manga or some sort of like canon, like I can read it kind of thing. You don't read, though? I don't. I got. I mean, I got my Legend of Zelda <laughs> books like so, somewhere around here. Oh, me too. They're down here. <laughs> They're right in my nightstand. No, uh, <laughs> no. I personally, for me, I'm happy with the way it is. It would be cool to learn or have some sort of like information piece brought out about the time of you know Hylia and things like that. But I don't want to play a game about it. Honestly, I feel like it would take away from Skyward Sword personally what are your thoughts I am a sucker for a story if there was a good story explaining I'm 100% on board with it you know just it doesn't even have to be that it could be anything you know it doesn't have to be Tears of the Kingdom it could it could be anything I, yeah. I'm a sucker for a story so if you fit it in it sounds great I'm down with it I say I'd be upset, but let's be honest, that's exactly how I would be too. It makes total sense. Yay! <laughs> how about Bemo? What do you think? Prequel to Skyward Sword. Uh I'm honestly, I mean, I'm I'm with you, Aaron. I mean, I uh I actually like the way uh I actually do like the way uh, Breath of the Wild actually went and uh it would hurt me just to see if if a prequel was actually made and uh i don't know most likely probably change my way of, of the game and i wouldn't want that what about uh what about you wolf um well to be honest i honestly love skyward sword and how it was so i would not want like them to make a prequel to that because it would have a hard time like I feel like they would have a hard time making a prequel of like hey we already know the story before Skyward Sword there was a huge war the goddess Hylia and all that like we already know all that so I feel like if they made a game they would just be making the game of the story and it would just kind of I feel like it would kind of not do well like they could possibly do it but it would not do well because we already know the basis of skyward sword and if they did a prequel to breath wild well they kind of did a little bit with that with um our warriors wasn't it mm-hmm. yep yeah yep wish i haven't it was played. uh age of calamity hyrule warriors yeah, so they did that one, and that one kind of messed my brain up on the whole timeline because I'm just like, wait, what, 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 what? <laughs> and then yeah, they yeah. were like, wait, 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 it's not canon. It's not canon. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so they say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they say. <laughs> I would say, though, on that note, I'm glad you brought that up. I would be okay with a game being made if it was, in fact, the war. And it was done in the same manner 
that uh, Hyrule Warriors was. I would be okay with it because it, it would just be fun at that point. It wouldn't even be about the information drop. It would just be, hey, we're just going to go out and beat people with the Master Sword. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, but yeah, no, that's... So yeah, that's our thoughts. No. <laughs> we got three no's and one like, yeah, if you think yeah. I got a good story, do yeah. it. I'm just, I'm a sucker for a story, so... Um, just one last little sentence here. Keep up the great work, Zelda for life. Zelda Mega for life. fan since 1995. Yes, Zelda for life. Registered trademark. <laughs> well, thank you for that. So, is that all our reviews for the day, huh? It's a lot of reviews. <laughs> yep. Mm. Well, with that being said. I think it's time for us to drop some of the stuff we brought for the mid-break. Who wants to go first? I will. You gonna go first? Sure. Let's do this. (laughs) (laughs) I brought merch, and it comes from Etsy from Tom Ryan's studio. Ooh. And it is a fused shadow Twilight Princess 2.0 hard enamel pin. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's really awesome. It's and like a tiny little like enamel pin. Okay. Check it out. Ooh, yes. That is nice. I need it now. <laughs> I need it now. <laughs> <laughs> I need it Buy now. me things now. Yeah, I don't I just don't want it. I need it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So this is a hard enamel pin measuring 1.25 inches in width, and it features a silver metal plating, two nails, and comes with metal clasps. And the price on it, you ready for this even number? I guess. So the standard enamel pin is $15, Mm -hmm. and the one with a locking clasp, $17. Even. Nice even numbers. Get away from them even numbers. <laughs> Go back to the you weird You wonder ones. why I'm so mean to you? <laughs> this is why I'm so mean to you all the time. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I will have the link yeah! for this in the show notes. And it's super awesome. Okay. I like it. I'm looking at it now. I like it showed it to you. I know, but I'm looking at a big screen now. (laughs) Buy me toys. Now! (laughs) Alright. So that brings us to BMO. What do you got, BMO? So, what I bought for uh, the mid-break is actually actually like an unofficial uh, Legend of Zelda cookbook, actually. Let's go! I think I've seen this advertised. I mean, uh... It's let me uh, pull it off. I can just there we go. And I bought this book, and uh, it, honestly, I I really think I am really thinking about getting it because I do actually really want to cook like so, something like this. Uh, because ooh, oh man, just looking at it actually gets me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, look at that cake. Look at that cake. That's a 
pretty awesome cake. Oh man, this cake. I, I was, and it's like 89.99, even numbers for you, Ariel. No, 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 no. <laughs> it should be ninety dollars. That would be perfect. <laughs> dubious What's food. one more penny just to make it? $90. Nope. Dubious uh, food, though. That dubious food, though. Ooh, the only edition that's only left is the master edition because the standard edition is actually sold out. So, uh, they're still in stock as we speak. So, yeah, I'm. I might just order this right now. <laughs> <laughs> and and notice in the description it's dangerous to cook alone take this <laughs> oh I didn't even see that <laughs> well, thanks oh, for noticing that yes yes oh, I, oh it does say that oh my gosh oh I need it yeah this is the one that I saw a long time ago on kickstarter that they were getting funded uh Oh my gosh, yes. There's like over, I think there's like, what, 100 and... No, there's over 200 recipes in the Master Edition. So you get a little bit more recipes in the Master Edition anyway, so... Mm. Yeah. <sighs> hey. I hope you already know what's about to happen in my wallet. <laughs> it's about to go real skinny. Oh, that's oh, goodness. Oh, uh, well... Wolf Warrior, did you bring us anything for this lovely little mid-break? Well, I have a fun little game that people can play. Um, Everybody has known this game for a long time, but it is Uno. But they are Zelda decorated cards. And each card has its own decoration on it so the one is the guardian on breath of wild the six is skyward sword link the four is orcarina time of or um, of link and the wild is the triforce with all the different colors and there's so many other ones and it comes with a special rule as well Oh, what is this special rule? Um, I can't really tell right now. But there are special action cards, including skips, reverses, draw twos, and wild cards. And there's powerful Triforce card. Forces the next player to draw three more cards. So there's draw three. Oh. Oh, no. I'm playing that Triforce card now. I'm playing it right now. Draw four. <laughs> it's, it's a draw three. Oh, draw three. Of course, n- typical Nintendo rules. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, goodness. So, I've got something cool for all of you. Ooh. But also not for all of you. Oh. And, no. Uh, I know. I wish I could play too. Uh, (laughs) So this article comes to us from RPG site. And the title of it is The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Lawson merch includes a broken master sword. 
With The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom arriving on shelves in less than a month, Nintendo is ramping up its promotional efforts. This includes a new line of Tears of the Kingdom themed merchandise to be sold at Japan's ubiquitous Lawson chain stores. The merchandise line, including items big and small, ranging from novelty candies to the Master Sword that's definitely seen better days. So, a couple of these items here. Uh, I'm going to bring it up so all of you can see it too. Put it in here for you. Um, some of these items, we've got some of the big items to label off here. You've got the gummies we talked about a few episodes ago. Um, you've got, uh, looks like chicken nugget snackums. Uh, <laughs> you have a heart container light, uh, LED, red internal LED light. Um, that is a life-size heart vessel. Uh, that goes. It's going to go for thirty bucks. It releases on May eighth. Um, you've got a clock. You have um, the Korok seed, or sorry, the Korok keychains. Uh, Breath of the Wild mugs, Tears of the Kingdom mugs. You've got all kinds of stuff here, but the big thing on this list is none other than the broken master sword with LED components. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm so mad. I just not hearing it. Yes. It's exclusive to the Japanese stores of Lawson's chain. Um, I don't know if we'll ever get them here. Uh, they are currently running a Tears of the Kingdom um, special prize lineup. You can purchase lottery tickets in store for about $5.60, and you could have a chance to win one of 29 different prizes, which is what we've rattled off here, uh, among other things like keychains, you know, dishes, things like that. So, unfortunately, it doesn't look like they're ramping up here in America that way for us with Tears of the Kingdom, but you know. Why do I why do I have a feeling the broken sword is kind of canon towards Tears of the Kingdom? Oh, it's definitely, definitely canon. <laughs> that does remind me about the uh, Tears in the Kingdom. Just a little bit of a side side piece of it. Uh I I was always wondering what happened to Link's arm. Like like something happened to it. Oh yeah, I, I, I do remember that in the trailer. It was blue in one trailer, and then in another trailer, it's red. And I'm like, something's going down. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's all oh, going dude. south. It's all going south. Like, oh, oh my gosh! Wow, it does not look like his real hand. No. So yeah, that's uh, that's the stuff I have for the mid break. So Ariel, we're at the end of the mid break. Yep. It's been a long, lengthy, but fun med break. Yep. So we're just going to go to the end of the show now? Yep. 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 Let's go. Oh, let's go. <laughs> not ready. Not ready. We're going. We're, we're, I'm going to do it now. We're going to go to the end of the episode. The beginning of the end of the episode. Beginning of the end of the episode. Let's go. Yeah, but first. See, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm tired of your shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But anyways, so uh, 
Got my black obsidian dice. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited about them. Oh, I nice. love them. Oh, they are so freaking pretty. Got them at fan roll. And I also saved myself 10% off. By using our promo code Almighty C10, which is ALL Mighty, the letter C and 10. Yeah. Uh But didn't you get something else with that? I did. They also sent me a free set of dice. It was a $15 dice normally. The Celestial Blossom resin dice is super pretty too. Which is awesome. I wasn't expecting it. At first, you know, I didn't know this was going on. So I had put the gemstone dice in my cart. And I put <laughs> set of the mystery dice, the resin dice. So I, you know, I put two things in there and then I saw three. So I was super angry because I'm like, I only had two things in there. I went in there and it was, it was free. They threw it in there for free. <laughs> so I stopped being angry. I was super excited. I just, I literally looked back. I was like, wait, did someone say my name? <laughs> <laughs> what uh, I will say, in addition, though, to what you were saying, I love partnering with these guys as a sponsor for the mere fact that they let you certain promo codes. They let you stack them up to three promo codes. And right now, they also have MDG10 as a promo code, which you can stack with our promo code and get 20% off. And they're sending you free dice. They love their fans just as much as we do. And that is why I love them supporting us. And my gemstone dice comes in a pill container. (laughs) (laughs) That was the coolest part. Look, you got a free pill container. Legitimately got a free pill container for it. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Man, my dice are going to be my new pills now. <laughs> Gosh. How many uh, pills am I taking today? <laughs> yeah, which one? Yeah, which one you're taking today? What's the day? Uh, so it'd be the 20. Uh, taking the D20 today? I'm taking the 20 pills today. <laughs> <laughs> it is Saturday, oh so gosh. you got to take the Saturday one. Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, on that note, I think it is time to end the mid-break. Yeah. <laughs> Except for where I talk about Ocarinas. Ocarinas! So head on over to STL Ocarina. Use our promo code LOZLORD10 and save yourself 10% off a beautiful Ocarina. Do it. Do it um, now. Speaking of devil, I actually am. Uh, I just ordered mine now. <gasps> You're ordering all kinds of stuff, ain't you? <laughs> yeah, man. I just... Uh, I just, I just want it all. I, I just, I want it all. Man, you know how they say money buy, buys you happiness? Well, an ocarina just bought me that. <laughs> money buys you happiness. You know what? <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> love my ocarina. So. Uh, we still have to have an ocarina duel. I also I still have to, to learn how to. <laughs> I, I was about to think of that through. I was just like, where's this battle that I keep hearing about? <laughs> yeah, where's this battle? <laughs> I am so, so bad. I haven't even bothered to pick the ocarina up to try and learn it yet. I am awful. Don't worry. I don't want- 
I the funny thing is, I, I, I got myself an ocarina as well. And the funny thing is, I get home and my sister says, like, I got a gift for you. And I'm like, what? Here's another ocarina. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. You get an ocarina and you get an you ocarina. Get <laughs> you all get ocarinas. Oh, my gosh. Well, on that note, it is time to end and go to the end of the episode. Oh, but wait, there's more. No, there's not. (laughs) (laughs) So, here we are at the end of the episode. And we're going to talk about some of the new gameplay mechanics. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. (laughs) So, first one, right off the bat, recall. Link can use recall to turn back the time of an object and its movement. So, thoughts on this? What's everybody's thoughts on this? Honestly, the recall. I actually, it actually looks pretty cool. Like it can, you can just like, just uh, it sounds like falling from the sky. You can recall it. You can just stand on it, recall it, and you can get all the way up as far as you, as far as you want, as long as you have like enough. T- time to you know do it mm-hmm. that's just it, it's just astounding that's just like really cool at the and same time even... go yeah, ahead go ahead sorry okay uh what i'm also saying like it's also like it recalls in time so it takes time mechanics and i'm like Okay, why does this sound like Skyward Sword when you're hitting a stone and time mechanics, but yet Link can do it with his hand? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I that part. Another cool, another cool part about this is uh, it's not just these stones. You can also do it to throw in objects and stuff from enemies. That's, that's right, that's right. We've seen this in the first trailer when that ball and chain gets rewound back up the hill. Uh, and we see it again later when an object, I can't remember, I think it was like a bomb or something was thrown at Link and then he just throws it right back. Uh, so, I, think it was an, I think it was one of those Octoroks that spits one oh, of the, the thingies. Yeah. 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 Spit the rock. So it's not just falling debris from the sky. We can reverse, it seems, any object. What do you think about it, Ariel? Yeah, I think it's just an improved version of Stasis. Yeah, Stasis. Do you think, do you think we're still going to get Stasis then? Possibly, because there would still be times where you need to just freeze time. But it, I think it's like just an improved version of it because now you can just freeze time and then go back. Okay. All right. I like it. Hmm. I do have a question. Will you be able to go forward in time as well? We see you can go back and you can freeze it with stasis. Question is, can you also go forward in time? That is a good question. I don't think he showed. I don't think it was in the trailer as far as I remember being it. I don't know if you'll be able to because it's I mean, the name of it's called Recall. So, unless it's something you can send back forward in time after you've already sent it to its original position. 
Hmm. Possibly. I don't. No, it is a pop. Yeah, I mean, I could see it as in you go back in time five seconds, just say. Mm. You can fast forward five seconds to the exact time that you recalled. I mean, I guess I could see that part. Hmm. Hmm. I could see people playing and then they're just like up, down, up, down, up, down. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> up, down, up, down. Oh, yeah, let's go. Elevator time. <laughs> Recall. Recall. So, oh. go, no, go ahead, Bimo. What's up? Uh, just quickly uh, point, just say something. Uh, the recall actually reminds me of like Prince of Persia when you can, like, you know, rewind death. Like, if you're about to die, re- recall, go back. Yup. See, I'm excited to see if we can do stuff like that, too. I don't know. But yeah, I don't think we will. But I don't think so. I would. <sighs> yeah. Wishful so thinking. our. Yeah, right. <laughs> so our next ability is called the fuse ability. And this ability allows Link to be able to fuse two items together and create something new. We see this in a lot of different ways. Um, so what are our thoughts on this one? Uh, you want to go first, Wolf, before I take the floor? Um, I'm kind of excited about that. At the same time, I'm also worried uh, because you could take a stick and a stone, fuse them together, and it's stronger. And so I have a, a little bit like worry about it because I'm like, okay, the stick's durability is this, and then it has the stone's durability, but I think it also does like some mathematics of like, okay, did you blend the stone first with the stick or the stick with the stone first? (laughs) And so I'm just, it depends on like, I feel with a lot of fusion of what came first and what came next as to like the fusions. Okay. I could see that. That's something that brought. That's that's something that came to the forefront of my mind too. Of okay, well, how durable is that item going to be based on you know time frame of what's fused to what kind of thing? Yeah, that's kind of my only curious thing of how it's going to work with fuse. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what are your thoughts on the fuse ability, Ariel? My thoughts are: I see. Oh here we go. Hours and hours of pure entertainment on my part of <laughs> figuring out things to fuse together. Oh, God. I really do. I'm not being high. I see hours and hours of nothing but pure entertainment trying to fuse things together. On- <laughs> it's going to be fun. Oh, my gosh. You know, I could, I could imagine people doing puzzles with views. Oh yeah. Now, now that you mentioned it. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of game breaking mechanics. <laughs> fine, I can build fine. I can build a man, why use the motorcycle from the DLC when I can just build me a car? <laughs> Hours of entertainment. I can already picture Ariel just building a giant mobile building. <laughs> <laughs> just to death ram everything. <laughs> oh gosh so to me it looks like an upgraded version of magnesis honestly Uh, this way everything we put together 
stays together. I'm curious to know if it's going to have a set amount of time, though. Like, if this is going to be fused until we unfuse it, or is it going to be fused for a certain period of time, especially when it comes to our vehicles that we craft? I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Yeah. So, if nobody has anything else on the lovely little fusion, we have to talk about Ultra Hand is a new ability. Now, this is the one we were talking about with creating the vehicles. So, this gives our ability, our vehicles, the ability of functionality. So, it kind of like motorizes them. It's another form of magnesis, I guess you could say. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? With Ultra Hands, I'm really like... This is where there it comes in hand of like making vehicles, the flight machines and the cars, all those mechanics. I wonder how horses are going to play into this because horses were a big thing in Breath of the Wild of transportation. Um, but I'm wondering like what people are going to build with Ultra Hand. <laughs> what are they? I think the greater question is what are they not going to build with Ultra Hand? <laughs> <laughs> True. Aaron's um, already thinking about building a giant slayer vehicle. You can see it in her eyes. Don't tell me what I'm thinking. <laughs> though that's pretty accurate. <laughs> Because I can understand, you know, the speedrunners being like grabbing a propeller and just be like, okay, to the sky. And you're just like, but that's not how we intended it. <laughs> <laughs> just grab one piece of thing and just like stand on it and be like, all right, fly. I love how the it seems like the uh, Legend of Zelda creation team is leaning into these like speedrunner glitches that people have found over the years for different games. They're like, oh, no, no, no. We're going to give you the ability to create a vehicle now. Like, you don't have to turn the giant rock into a vehicle with stasis. We're just going to give you that now. <laughs> Instead of being like, okay, here you go. You're like flying so crazy. And now it's just like, oh, well. <laughs> what are your thoughts on it, Ariel? Once again, hours of endless entertainment. I can already, I can already imagine what I can do with the bull goblins. <laughs> oh my gosh! Imagine using the ultra hand on the enemies and sticking them all together. Oh my gosh! <laughs> that would be. <laughs> oh hey! Oh no! Oh no! Nah, you. Rocket. And rocket. I'm so done with you. I'm Man, building it. We're about I'm building it. We're about to rocket. we're about to send the first octo to the moon, boys. Let's go. Boom. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, well, that brings us to our last ability, the ascend. Uh, it looks like Link can ascend through ceilings in this, um, which means we can ascend from caves, places with ceilings, um, things like that. We can ascend to a much higher level. What does everyone think about this one? 
Well, this man can literally go. This man can actually go, go through. Uh, go through the floor. He's an inkling now. <laughs> Link's an inkling. <laughs> well, uh, it comes into two things that I kind of like. We we obviously know from the trailer there's caves now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's not much caves in Breath of the Wild. In Tears of the Kingdom, there's caves now, and so it just brings up. Uh, now he has to go down underground. Um, I, obviously, we know about caves with Hyrule Castle. Like you go deep under under the castle, but now it's like everywhere. And so it brings it to the surface, <laughs> no pun intended, <laughs> of being able to go underground and then come straight to the sky. Well, well, kind of, yeah. Yeah. That's it. I mean, we don't have to use as much stamina too to have to climb those giant rock walls. We can just go find a cave and go boop. boop. Yeah, it says slipping and falling. Go through the cave. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the ascended ability, Ariel? I think it's going to be fun. Endless hours? Uh, nah, not endless <laughs> hours of this one. Nah, I like building things, so uh, that's this endless is, hours of entertainment. Tears of the Kingdom will become the new Minecraft. Oh, my gosh. It, it makes... No. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it makes me wonder as well with all the sky buildings and all that and sky islands makes me wonder if you could use ascend depending on the distance like if you're in a cave you can use it but if you're on land and on the surface could you use ascend to get depending on the distance of the land above you I almost think that's going to be just like Breath of the Wild was an ability level up kind of deal. Depending on how much you've leveled it up, it can either depend on the distance you can travel or the thickness of what you're going through. You know, I think it's going to vary that way. I could see that being a, like the, the, the so-called ability limiter on this. Yeah. I can see, I can see that. I mean, especially like, um, yeah, if you're on the surface, if I, I doubt it might work because uh, of how high in the sky uh, the lands are, and uh, I don't think you might be able to ascend that high. But mm-hmm. um, I say, if you're in a good relative distance, if you're using, uh, let me see, if you're using recall and you're a good distance, yeah, you you would most likely probably be able to use a you can most likely use this end hmm oh yeah there's that there's there's that (laughs) 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 well I think that is the perfect time I think to wrap up this episode um so, we talked some theories of te- uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Now you guys got me doing it. Uh, <laughs> so we talked some ter- theories of Twilight Princess. Um, some pretty cool ones. And uh, we got to talk about some of the new mechanics revealed for the, via the trailers to us. 
and the uh, gameplay demos for Tears of the Kingdom. Is there anything else anybody wants to say before we end this episode out? Well, I just want to say I'm really, I'm really glad I got to experience this actual podcast and be on it. Uh, I was really, I was really, really nervous, like at, at first. Then I like started to get into it, and uh, I'm really glad I got to talk to you guys about, uh, you know, Legend of Zelda. I really hope I get to be on here again. I hope so too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say it's the same thing. It was kind of nervous and shaking. First time actually being on a live podcast. And it's more like I'm excited because I love Legends of Zelda and the timeline and the lore. It's just all exciting. And so listening on your guys' podcast, it was just like, I want to be a part of this. And how can I be a part of it? Well, Patreon comes in. Woo! Hey, you can do it. And I'm just yeah. like, I'm taking the opportunity as much as I can to get a part of it. And it's just, it's awesome to be able to hear all the stories and the theories that people have of Legend of Zelda and the stories. And some of them are just like wild of like, hey, we're going this far. And it's just like, whoa, I, it could be possible that Nintendo does that. It only depends on if they will do it or not or if they have the resources um and sometimes it's just like not it could happen but it's hard to see it to happen mm-hmm. and it's just been great to be able to listen to the podcast and it's been great to be a part of it even though i joined in a little bit later on um <laughs> but i am grateful to have you guys to produce all these wonderful podcasts to everyone and just be a part of it as well no thank you <laughs> I, I just ha- i just really want to be i might really want to talk resident evil one day <laughs> yeah let's let's talk resident let's talk resident yes. i'm wearing a resident evil shirt today you are so. you're, you're the typewriter today aren't you yeah i'm wearing the typewriter <laughs> so honestly that game creeped me out <laughs> when i first played it <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right. Well, with all that being said, I want to thank our lovely patrons again, uh, Wolf Warrior and Mystery Bemo, for joining us today. It was an absolute pleasure to have you, and I look forward to having you both again on our next patron chat episode. Uh, and uh, I guess until next time, thank you for listening. Tune in next week. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to the Legend of Zelda Lorecast tonight. We hope you enjoyed yourselves. If you did, tell a friend, leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. You can chat with us all things Legend of Zelda on the Robots Radio Discord, or you can get hold of us on our Twitter at LOZ Lorecast. Intro and outro are done by Bentonal Landscape. Links are in the show notes below. Till next time, dear listener, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this.